The big issue for the 21st century isn't just the availability of fossil fuel reserves, it's also the impact that burning these fuels is having on the global environment. All fossil fuels produce carbon dioxide when they're burned, and carbon dioxide is one of the so-called greenhouse gases that are being blamed for climate change and global warming. We've seen a rise in global temperatures of about 0.6 or 0.7 of a degree over the last 100 years or so, particularly in the last 30 or 40 years. Now, this could be due to natural factors, such as increasing the amount of energy from the sun, uh, natural variability in the, the Earth's climate system. But increasingly, we, we believe that most of the change that we've seen, particularly over the last 50 years, has been due to human activities, and in particular due to uh, changes in the amount of carbon dioxide emitted by power stations and cars and so on, which change the amount of carbon dioxide in the air, and that traps more heat in the climate system and causes the temperatures to rise. And we think that's been a, a large part of the, the rise in temperatures over the last 50 years. The rise in the Earth's temperature may result in the thermal expansion of the oceans and rising sea levels. So more flooding is seen as one consequence of global warming. Even in the past 100, 200, 1,000 years, we have always seen flooding of some sort, um, just simply due to natural factors. So what we're trying to do is to look at how much additional flooding or how much additional sea level rise there has been and how much there will be in the future compared to that which would arise naturally. It's very easy to jump on every flood that we see, every flooding event, and say that must be global warming. Uh, in most cases, it's probably not, it's probably natural. But what we would expect to see is a, is a gradual increase in the number of these events over the next 100 years or so. We've also seen uh, changes in the distribution of rainfall, so that uh, a larger proportion now of our rainfall occurs in the winter half of the year, rather less of it actually now falls in summer. And also importantly, of that winter rainfall that has been increasing, a bigger proportion of that rainfall is occurring on the heavy rainfall days, the days when we have particularly intense uh, rainstorms. So that clearly has had implications for uh, flood risk uh, and flood management here in the United Kingdom. Most scientists now believe that there's clear evidence of global warming. The link between temperature rise and the burning of fossil fuels is less clear-cut. Even so, there's increasing public and political pressure to reduce the long-term environmental impact of the combustion of fossil fuels. If there are no steps taken to reduce greenhouse gas emissions uh, below what we might call the business-as-usual scenarios, then we would predict temperature rises globally between something like uh, two degrees and six degrees, uh, and we will predict uh, major changes in both increases in rainfall and decreases in rainfall, particularly in equatorial regions. We would predict a sea level rise, again with great uncertainty, but a, a middle estimate for that of about half a metre, uh, again over the next hundred years or so. And I believe that what we will see is, just as we saw the, the replacement of wood and coal, uh, by liquid fuels and then by gas, so we will see the incoming of, of renewables, of hydrogen, uh, which will progressively replace hydrocarbons. 
If the government says it should use gas while it builds up renewables and introduces intelligent new energy-saving policies, well, uh, that's absolutely the best thing to do. Sure, the worst thing to do would be to say, yes, we can go on using gas forever in a day and don't bother with the renewables and don't bother with changing our wasteful ways. Clearly, it's within our power to uh, shift our energy systems away from fossil-based uh, sources into less polluting uh, forms of energy. And if we do that, then the concentration of these gases will eventually stabilize. It will take several decades to, to do that, but eventually they'll, they'll stabilize. And we'll therefore slow the rate at which uh, the world is warming up. So it, it really comes down in the end to uh, uh, choices about energy, uh, whether we want to continue with these uh, polluting uh, forms of energy from fossil sources, or whether we can ensure this transformation to a new energy system that is much, much less polluting.